lands. New Zealand have picked the ball up on the right-hand sideline. On the line out, they will go. In for Wonga. He's made a break. He feeds Will Jordan. He has gas. Too much gas. And scores. Second championship ball opportunity for the Kiwi. Tremendous there from Cole. Currently deserves. They finally get the drive on. The ball's been lost. Cheslin Colby has kicked South Africa into the semi-finals of Rugby World Cup. The hosts have been ejected in front of their home fans. One point the difference. Remarkable test match. The Springboks so good when it counts. And a second half demolition job of Libya. I was down and now I'm struggling. Wondered how I'm gonna make it through. I got a dream. I got a dream. Hold on. I can't let go cause I gotta make it come true. Hey yo, I got a dream to make it big in New York. It is four past six. Good morning and welcome on into the show. It is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Uh, unfortunately, Izzy is back in Chicha. Oh, we, 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 we don't have him in the studio. Uh, <laughs> thank God he's good, gone. Good morning, Israel. <laughs> Good morning. What do you mean, boy? Oh, uh, right. The punish we've got to put up with when you're up here. Hey? you got to get no, back down there, mate. you got to dish it out down there to those red and blacks. Be quite, be quite, be quite weak down there, actually. Eh? They won't be used to not playing in a final. Oh, cut it out. Cut it out. Yes, they are. They're getting used to not playing in a final because my Hawks, they are punched their way to go and poke some eyeballs out with their nice long beaks. The magpies are coming for you, Kempi. They'll just, be taking, the t- no, no, they'll just be taking the ticks off the top of those bulls and then they'll stand on them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's a big week, huge week of sport, racing, everything, and we love talking about it here on Izzy and Kempi. I'm back home, lads. I got home yesterday. I was straight into it, mowing lawns, cleaning out the pool, and uh, getting everything tidied up. And then, well, wake up this morning, it's raining, it's pouring, it's horrible weather out there. It's so nice should and be fine in Auckland. Probably, yeah, I know, probably. Yeah, cool. Yeah, good story, good story, thanks. Um, coming up on the show today, coming up on the show, uh, friend of the show, we, you heard a little bit from uh, his weekend, he had a good weekend as well, mm. Paul Cole uh, is going to come on the show, is he? and how good is this, timing wise, guess what's just been announced this morning, 2028 Olympics. Guess. Did you know this? Yes. Oh, you did, yeah. Hey. Yeah, it's cool. He, he told me, he said, you announce it. Okay. Yeah, Sorry, bro. 2028 Olympics. Uh, squash is going to be at the Olympics. Paul Cole will be 36 oh. then. So uh be interesting to get, get his take on that, what it means for the sport, and if he reckons he's going to be there. If he's gonna, is he going to go to LA? Yeah, it'll be, oh, mate, it's about time, isn't it? Like we've, we've unveiled some awesome squash players over the years, and this is a chance to, to have a potential crack at another gold medal. But yes, he'll be joining us after 7 o'clock. And I asked him to go at 8, but he said, nah, I've got to go at 7. Oh, can we do seven? Because at seven thirty he's got a, a Zoom with the Olympics talking oh, wow. about this uh, this announcement. So I said, oh, "Wow, well, we'll get you on." And now it's been announced. We can talk a bit more about it, mate, and what it means to him and for himself to get his second Grand Slam. He obviously won the British Open last year, 
and now he's won the US Open in the United States. Such a hell of a feat. He's been flying under the radar a uh, wee while after, uh, over the week, last wee while, and uh, he obviously got it done in five sets. He had the first two sets sewing up, and then he just let it a little bit get away from him and got a little bit comfortable in those two sets, he said himself, post that match, and then he was able to do enough in the fifth to get it done. So looking forward. It's been a while since we've had him on the show, lads. Yeah, so Coley's going to come on after 7 at 7.40. Cameron Roger is the managing director of Entain New Zealand. They gave away $10 million oh. on the weekend. <laughs> How's that? 400, $479 million to one chance of winning that uh, $10 million in that pick the the 12 runners in the correct order of the Everest. And some lucky bugger here in New Zealand's gone and done that as he's putting a bet on for the rugby, apparently, um, seeing that there was a free bet going with the TAB and decided to whack those... Horses in the right order and waking up yesterday morning to 10 million bucks. How good. How good. I tell you, the first question for Cameron Roger is how long can you stay as managing director when you've just given away $10 million? (laughs) Uh, But we'll find out at 7.40. And then after 8 o'clock, of course, we've got a Kiwis test this week. Kiwis take on Samoa. So uh, Dylan Brown. The standoff for the uh, for the Parramatta Eels and for the Kiwis is going to join us after eight o'clock as well. Yeah, and it's a semi final basically for them because it's only three games. They uh, Australia played Samoa and gave them a bit of a telling on the weekend, uh, thirty to sixteen or something it was, and then they play the Kiwis and Samoa this weekend here at Eden Park. It's a big game actually, a big day because they got New Zealand A playing Tonga, they got the Kiwi Ferns um, play, playing as well as the Kiwi team. And whoever wins that game between the Kiwis and Samoa goes um, straight into the final, which is played down in Hamilton two weeks later. Kiwis playing in Melbourne next week against Australia. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's going to be a big weekend of rugby. So league hell as of well. a Saturday, boys. Hell of a Saturday. You go eight a.m. All Blacks RG, and then you go two o'clock the MPC final, and then you go into the afternoon with uh, the Kiwi Ferns and uh, the, the the Kiwis taking on Samoa. And then just heads you right into the night, and then you got the other semi final on Sunday morning. What a weekend! Yeah, it's going to be a big one, mate. They're just right Saturday off. That's what I'd say. Right Saturday <laughs> yeah. off. Just well, right the weekend off because you've got the Black Ferns versus France Saturday night, Melbourne United, mm. the Breakers on Sunday, Black Caps India Sunday night, and uh, of course on Monday you've got the Silver Ferns in Australia again. Yeah, game three. The Silver Ferns need to win that one because they're zero and two at the moment, so they're steering down the barrel a bit. Uh, and they've lost what by nineteen over two games, so it seems to be there's a bit of a gap. Is that there. why? Is that why Kiers is quiet? Huh? Yeah, it's, uh, it might be why Kiers is leaving. He's it's actually it's picking up a coaching <laughs> job at the Ferns. Teaching, see what the go is. Dame Kiers, yeah. Kiers, Kieran, um, taking taking over that mantle. Uh, so you keep um, that's what's coming up on the show now we've got a $100 Adidas Golf voucher to give away too uh, that is with Getaway with Adidas Golf uh, visit adidas.co.nz Getaway with Golf Tees and C's apply the new range of Adidas Golf shoes is out now here is clue number one I played NPC Rugby for Bay of Plenty and Super Rugby for the Chiefs Played NPC Rugby for Bay of Plenty and Super Rugby for the Chiefs. Who am I? That is clue number one, double eight, double three. If you know all the correct answers, go in the draw to win the $100 Adidas golf voucher. Any ideas, Izzy? Uh, I, I've seen, I can see all the clues and I still can't get it. I'm a bit stumped on this one. Tell him, Rick. Tell him. <laughs> well, well, uh, Kem- can't Kem- tell me. No, oh, no, Kempi got it. <laughs> Kempi got it, second clue. Did he? Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. So Kiz couldn't get it. Kiz was stumped as well. But Kempe, mm. Kempe 
I don't know if it was guess guess or if it was educated, but he got it. Second clue. So tabernacle, okay. mate. I'm a tabernacle. Here's the tabernacle. Apparently, whatever that means. Um, but there you go. There you go. Uh, so um, double eight double three. If you want to win yourself that Adidas uh, voucher for the uh, Adidas golf, then double eight double three is the answer to that one. Uh, morning, gentlemen. Quick question for you guys. Paulie came on your show yesterday morning and said no one had won the ten. Yeah. 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 Come lunchtime, they have a lucky winner. Fact or fiction? Well, I don't think it's fact or fiction, Stephen. I think it just says a lot about where Paulie is in the food chain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll ask Paulie oh, when he comes on today. Yeah, it would have been there would have been uh, limitations on how much they could share because I rang Carl, Carl Tyler yesterday and I said, "Man, he's man, I've been sitting on that since Saturday. It was been so hard." I said, "Oh hell," um, but mate, so they would have been been held to account because of it, but. Um, yeah, mate, $10 million to pick 12 straight horses. You just, how, how, mate? It was absolutely ludicrous that they've done it. They would have had insurance, 100%. They wouldn't have lost $10 million. They would have had to insure it through the, through the roof and then obviously stump it up. Another text that's uh, come through from Baz, double eight double three. Morning team, great weekend of sport. Has anyone questioned why with all his years of experience, Aaron Smith kicked the ball away to the Irish with three minutes to go, putting us under pressure? Oh, don't get me started on that. As soon as he kicked it, I was like, what are you doing? Um, yeah, look, they're very lucky. They are very lucky that uh, that didn't come back to bite them in the bum because you give the Irish team opportunity to to hold the ball which they did and it nearly backfired because we just I don't know we just seemed a little bit stagnant or on attack when we were just trying to kill out the game I just think either way you know when you're trying to slow the game down hit those forward runners seal there was just so much opportunity to give the ball away in that, in that moment but we need to find a way because if it gets tight going forward we do not want to put it up against South Africa against Argentina because we, our lesson could be learnt the harsh way. It could be a harsh reality in the end. Round one, fight. Yes, the triple threat, the three big questions of the day. Let's get into it. Uh, Johnny Sexton is upset with Rico Ioane for something he said. He gave him a bit of a serve. <laughs> but given uh, Omani calling Sam Kane uh, shit Richie McCaw only a year or so ago, do they have any right to be upset? The Irish or is this just typical Northern Hemisphere having a having a sook because they lost? No, you give it, you take it. You know, like that's the reality. You know, like I, I've got no qualms with it. Like Rico, some of his carry on uh, irritates me, but that's Rico, and uh, you just got to deal with it. And mate, they did it to the to the All Blacks last year. Yeah. Um, you know, so just it's just all part and parcel, but. Suck it up, move on. Um, Pedo, oh look, I don't know if you boys have seen, but there's a, there's, a, there's some stuff circulating. There's a lot of leaks going on over in the north mm. about potentially what really come out of their mouths. Really? Mm. Any any of it fit for fit for on here? Nah. All oh, right, good. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be care- you got to yeah. be careful, eh? If you're gonna if you're gonna throw them, then you've got to stand there and take them as well. So. It- Oh, 100%. Um, you know, I don't think anything that what Rico um, would have said was anything other than um, just, put it that way, with what the, what they, they've been saying about the Northern Hemisphere. What about Clive Woodward coming out and saying that, you know, f- the four Northern teams will be up there, three of them are knocked out, and the English team that can't win a game is in there, luck, you know, lucky to be there. So, um, 
mate, just like George Regan said, you know, another four years uh, they got to wait. You know, what what does that Irish team look like? Another four years. You know the thing about them up there too in the north, they turn on their own. So now they're calling the the Irish team the New England. Mm. <laughs> really? It they doesn't call, take that's, the, that's doesn't what they're saying. Didn't take them long. It took them what five minutes. Here we go. We got Irish in the New England. It's like, well, yeah, you guys stay up there and take it out on each other. Yeah, you make your bed and you, you move on. Really, you're gonna. What, what else did they expect? What else did they expect? Like you, you heard Artie Savia. You know, after that game when he was talking to the press, he said, "I just put the receipts in my pocket. I just, I just, I had a lot of receipts." He never forgets. No one ever forgets what goes on. George Gregan. Example of, of that, you know, Johnny Sexton, what, are, what are, he's done. I've had a few run-ins with Johnny Sexton. He's pretty heated on the field. And then you've got Pete O'Mani. You know, we know what Pete O'Mani did. Well, was he even playing that game? Just got to handle it. Move on. Move on. Move on. Yeah, handle the jandle. Indeed. All right. Round two. Madge Maguire has committed to the New Zealand Rugby League through to the 2026 World Cup. Um, said it doesn't even matter if they try and if they, they block him doing the New South Wales job. Not about that, uh, Kempi. Your reaction to um, that? Will he make it to twenty twenty six of the Kiwis? Well, I, I can't see. It. To be brutally honest, I can't see it. I think um, you know Freddie Fittler. One of the reasons why he stepped down was because they they didn't offer him the terms that he wanted to to go out there and win uh, this state of origin for New South Wales. And I, you know, I think a lot of it's just words at the moment. You'll get into that that state of origin, that NRL system next year, and. Um, They'll probably get beaten again, New South Wales, and the pressure will come on and things will change. I can't, you know, if he's if he's um, expected to do the New South Wales job, I don't know how he can hold on to the Kiwi one. It's only, yeah, look at sorry, you're is hearing it? it, it. There you go. I was going to say it's only three games a year, and then like you know, three maybe three games with the Kiwis, three games with you. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure well, I can do that, that job. See, this is this is the problem yeah. that I have is that you know we're in a we're in a situation where we're battling to get our players to stay in New Zealand. Um, you know, you've got for instance, Payne Haas come out and said, oh, you know, I can't. I look forward to play for Samoa. That that battle for Pacific Hearts is is being well and truly lost by New Zealand and Australia. You need a Kiwi coach that's working in our game with our players consistently all year round, especially during the NRL season. He ain't going to be able to do that. He ain't going to be like, oh, I'm going to take care of New South Wales and take care of New Zealand at the same time. And we're actually in the position now where we need someone like a Stacey Jones in their back pocket all year, talking to them, holding camps, all that sort of stuff leading into 2026 20, World Cup. Mm, I'm hearing you, Kempi, I'm hearing you. Um, but I think for me, reading that and hearing him saying that he's committed, gives me a little bit of confidence that you know he's, he's, he's here for the right reasons. And um, they're going to make the change. And I know what you're saying. We, we, we definitely want one of our own to be in that in that jersey and and coaching that group. But uh, hearing him saying that he's committed, oh, I'll take his word. I'll take his word that uh, we're going to see him for the next couple of years, whether he's the right man or not. Only time will tell. And uh, hopefully, someone else gets another job. All right, cut me off. Yes, yes. sorry, is right. <laughs> <laughs> well done, kids. Well done. Well done. Well done. All right, boys. Here we go. This is the one that everybody wants the answer to. Who wins the Rugby World Cup from here? All blacks all day, mate. Been telling you that all along, Rick Dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I think it's going to be an all black South African final. Yeah. And it's one apiece this year. It's going to be a hell of a setup, a hell of a final. Who refs it? Case. 
after Ben O'Keefe yesterday, and and I'm we're sitting here 19 minutes into this conversation, and no one's mentioned Ben O'Keefe's um, game yesterday. What did you make of it, Kevin? Oh, inconsi- I, I inconsistent. Yeah. I, all I said to the okay. boys when I walked in here this morning, I said, if you're watching the referee out of the semi-finals, you're going. I'm not just talking about our two games. I'm talking about the quarterfinals, everyone's game. The referee is so inconsistent. And I think I think I said to the boys, I think now that France is out, the Frenchman will get one of the the semis along with the Englishman, and the Frenchman will get the final. Who's the Frenchman right now? Yeah, yeah. Yuck! Yeah. He's horrible. Do yeah. not even say that, Tony. Well, I mean, if the he, only the only other final, option is it's I'll, Wayne Barnes, right? Yeah. You give it to Barnsley. You give it to Barnsley. Yeah, I could handle Barnsley. I could not handle Raynell. No. You cannot referee. But what did you make of that re- refereeing effort yesterday? Oh, look, I was watching it in between having a gym session, doing some boxing, so I don't really take full focus of it. But I know there's a lot of contentious um, you know, decisions throughout that, that game. Like, Talk me through the, the moments out there where you were a little bit like, well, wow. I, I thought the I thought the clean-out could have been better policed and, and there would have, should have been plenty more penalties, given that the consistency around that all year. Um, but the but the main one for me was the um, Eastbourneth when he put his hand out the the same as um, Nuggy knocked that ball down he's called it backwards first of all he's called it wasn't a knockdown a deliberate and then called it backwards and play on and I just thought yeah, wow okay. wow that's so, amazing so so um, um so some of those calls were a little bit ridiculous in the other games so from a Ben O'Keefe perspective was he trying to allow the game to play a little bit more was he keeping it on instead of making decisions because if he was doing that then i'm happy with that yeah well i did you know i'm well, would you well, like i'm just saying it well i'm just saying the you know from everyone's perspective they're looking for consistency and they're not getting it i don't think they're getting consistent they never got a consistent referee so adam g had a, ship, had a ship yeah but a different game he didn't different game <laughs> Not a World Cup. Well, I think the, the big thing <laughs> is the big thing is is he is 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 interpretation of the laws, right? I mean, you yeah. could, you could say that Ben O'Keefe made the correct call not to bin Owen Farrell, but then you have to uh, throw a stick at Wayne Barnes for binning Aaron Smith. They can't both be the right decision. You mean Rain Rainell to make Rainell's call? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Look, I think there's a lot of inconsistencies here for sure, but I'd rather a game that's played it with. Was less officiating when you're going to allow the ball in the ruck, you're going to allow a contest, you're going to, you know, you're going to allow the ball to be in play more. That, that, I'd, I'd rather that as a spectacle entertainment. So, who do you think will get the semi finals? I think Wayne Barnes and. Wayne Barnes gets which game? We can't referee England. Wayne Barnes will get. He can't referee England, so he's refereeing us. Yeah. Taking on Argentina. And, and who gets the take, other one? Well, it depends on Yako would be gone, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's done a calf. But he can't referee South Africa. No, so it'd be O'Keefe so, or Raynal. O'Keefe or Raynal. Mm. And I'll probably take O'Keefe. Yeah. And 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 yeah, I'm I'm back in the Kiwi too, but I think World Rugby will go with Raynal. I don't think I don't oh, think a semi final oh, referee will get the final. Mm. You know what I mean? So if Barnes gets a semi, he doesn't do the final. Because that would also mean that Barnes would have refereed the All Blacks three games in a row. Mm. 
Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. You know what? When you're talking about the referee and the and the decisions and and the inconsistencies and all that, I reckon the final is going to come down to the referee. The whole tournament's coming down to the referees. Well, yeah, yeah but you know, the, it, it doesn't really already. matter until you're in the final. <laughs> yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, yeah your oh. thoughts on those? Those are our big three, the triple threat, double eight, double three. Keep your texts coming through. Morena, boys, the old Irish crying now, eh? Kempi, did you see the <laughs> Kiwi girls versus the Jillaroo Saturday night? Thought they went well. I think everybody was expecting them to get a hiding. That was from Marshy. Yeah, and they just got home, the Jillaroos, over the uh, Kiwi girls. Good effort. I think it was 16-10, that score. Um, mate, they, I don't know if you boys remember, just quickly, Rick, before you go to a break, that young kid, we talked about him when he came out from Melbourne, played in the in the beginning of the year, and I said, keep an eye out for this young boy called Farlogel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Played for Samoa at fullback, mate. And watching him on the on – the, they, they reminded me of Davey Watson. Like a little stocky, you know, really tight pocket um, battleship. Yeah, just wanted to catch the ball and attack. But he plays plenty of NRL. I'm telling you, plenty of NRL. Look for him, star of the future, eh? Star of the future. It is six twenty-four here on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Need a new mobile plan? Visit Kogan Mobile. This is all thanks to the Chemist yes, Warehouse. Yes, we know, <laughs> we know. It's all thanks to the Chemist Warehouse keeping you healthy this spring.